Welcome to a very special Kapowcast Extra. Mike here, along with Tony. Hello. And we are going to run through and do a quick review for everybody of the latest Fox installment of the X-Men franchise, X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, I went and saw it Thursday night, and you saw it yesterday, so you have a uh, bit of a fresher perspective on it. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Let's do uh, initial thoughts first. You go first. Me, me go first. All right. If you're listening to this at work and or around small children, I would suggest fast forward and get to Mike's opinion because <laughs> it's gonna get kind of raunchy. This was literally a two and a half hour of reused Brian Singer garbage. Mm-hmm. It. Literally took everything from every other X-Men movie that everybody liked and put it into this movie, along with, once again, his insatiable uh, way of just never elaborating on characters, along with the factor of just having having this ultimate badass motherfucking bad guy and utilizing him to the minimal amount. Mm-hmm. That was just kind of made me sit there and go, why do they keep letting him helm these movies? Um, I when I when I went and first saw it, I didn't really know what to think. And then it wasn't until the next day where it hit me, and I was I, I told Stephanie, I was like, I feel nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like I I felt rage. I I literally like I laughed and I was just like, all right. What do you want to do now? <laughs> it wasn't like this thing where I was like, oh, hey, let's talk about it. Or, you know, you know, sometimes you leave a movie and you talk about like some of your favorite parts, you know, this mm-hmm. and that. Um, I just, I felt nothing. Me, and, me, yeah, me and Janelle were the same way. Like, we talked about it a little bit on the short car ride home, but like, I was just kind of like, I'm just angry. Like, even, man, this is going to be me complaining a lot. I can feel this. Uh, Fastbender's Magneto. You know, I've praised mm-hmm. Fastbender's Magneto over and over and over and over again. He even made Fastbender's Magneto like watered down, one-dimensional, one-dimensional. Well, not nearly as badass as he was in the past two movies, the, the, even Days of Future Past. My, I wouldn't say he was one-dimensional, but and this just kind of goes for this goes for Magneto and the rest of the Horsemen. Their motivation. Wasn't there. No. Like, aside from Magneto, but even Magneto was slightly out of character because I understand, okay, now he's pissed off at humans again because in his eyes they killed... Right. Spoilers, by the way. uh, They killed his daughter and his wife. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, you know, enrages him. But suddenly he goes from, I want to kill humans to, I want to kill and eviscerate the entire planet. Yeah. And, like, so... And so what is the, I don't know what the motivation is for the other characters aside from Apocalypse gives them, you know, taps to their untapped potential of their powers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool. Like, if Apocalypse came to me and was like, hey, I'm going to make you, like, the best guitar player ever. <laughs> I'd be like, sweet. And then he was like, by the way, I'm going to also blow up the world. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, then nobody's going to be really around to hear it or see it. So Uh what the fuck's the point? Right. You know, and 
I, I was so let down. I mean, I said it before when we talked about X-Men. I said it before. I was like, I know they're going to do I know Psylocke and Archangel are just going to yep. be background. They're not going to do anything with them. There wasn't and anything. sure as shit, they didn't do anything with them. It was it was so... Oh, God damn it. It was, it was just... It was exactly what I thought it was going to be out of a Brian, the the next Brian Singer movie, mm-hmm. um, which is really funny because I laughed incredibly hard at the part where they're talking about the third movie installment being the worst one, yeah, which was obviously a stab at X three, yeah, which was very immature, by the way. I don't care how bad that movie was; it's just <laughs> it, you're you're a professional director. I don't really think you should be saying this crap, um, but. Yes, yes, Brian Singer. The third one is always the worst one. And to me, like the story, like it just didn't feel as grand as mm-hmm. it made it look. And Apocalypse just, he was so generic. Yeah. And it was all set up. It was like, okay, here's what's going on this, 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 this. And then big ending battle. Yep. That nothing. There, he was just, he was so generic. And not to mention, he didn't really look. That imposing. No. I know Oscar Isaac is a short guy. Yeah. But I, y- you know they can do tricks with that. They did uh-huh. it with The Hobbit. They've done it with other things. They did it with Tom Hardy, with did, Bane. You know, to make... And when you see him standing next to the other horsemen, and he's literally the same height. Yeah. In some oh. cases, shorter, you're like, this is... Speaking of shorter... This is a guy... How angry were you that the only time he grew was in the uh, mind fight with? I had a feeling that was going to be the case. Like I was like, the fucking because now that we have like previews all the time, like you could watch a movie, you'd be like, okay, wait, this part hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. And then when like after you know, again, spoilers, after the the mansion blew up and that part still hadn't happened, I'm like, motherfucker, I was like, it's going to be all just mind. Yep. Um. It just it all like culminates in the the one battle in the actual movie because mm-hmm. other than that there's really not a lot of action yeah aside from like the Wolverine cameo right and which God forbid we don't have a X Men movie with Wolverine and, uh, um Quicksilver saving everybody uh-huh. from the mansion a lot of people love that scene it was visually and all that like it was cool it was, like seeing all of it was funny it was. But, you know, it, it goes back to what you were saying with them kind of reusing yeah. stuff they did in Days of Future Past. And not to mention, that motherfucker must have been moving at the speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> For To outrun an explosion of that matter. I mean, we, I think we've, we talked about this as to who would be faster, uh, Flash or Quicksilver. Quicksilver. And this definitely took Quicksilver's power and just like... Exponentially, just blew it out the window. And like the weird part is, is like he's actually stopping at parts. Yeah, and doing stuff. And you're and like doing his wait a minute. little quirky things that like oh I'm gonna put a fucking real fucking fish in his thing and have her hold it. And it's like you're I'm watching. I'm like, w- w- technically he's stopping though. Yeah. I I don't know. And then, you know, so there's other things that made this movie hard for me to enjoy. And it's this goes back to the fucking messed up timeline yeah. that these movies <laughs> that have. It just keeps getting worse and worse. And, and like, worse. granted, with Days of Future Past, they tried to fix it. Uh huh. But there's still things that just don't add up. Uh huh. So we get Havoc back in the movie. Yep. And he goes back, and apparently, they, Cyclops' parents, and it's him and his, they're both their parents or something, they're yeah. adopted. I don't. I don't Parents, know the, the whole deal with that. They, they didn't really even ever really explain it. They were just um, like, "Hey, mom and dad." So by this time, 
because I think first class took place in 62 or 63, whenever the Cuban Missile Crisis was. But And this takes place 10 years after. So this is like taking place in... This place takes 10 years after Days of Future Past. So I think it takes place sometime in like 83. It's, yeah, it's in the 80s at some point. So you're talking, you know, 20 years at least have gone by. Mm-hmm. And he's not a day over 21. He should be like 40 years old at this point. I know. <laughs> and like stuff like that, like I can't ignore. Uh-huh. I can't ignore that. Like the lack of aging in any of the characters mm-hmm. from first class. Like first class, Magneto had to have been at least 30. Right. Even if you went on the younger side, like Xavier just graduated college in first class. So he should be like 24-ish? 20, he should maybe be like mid-40s. Yeah. And Magneto, I think, I've always taken Magneto as being a little bit older. I would think so. So I, I would say Magneto also should be like late 40s. Mm-hmm. And yet he looks like he's like 35. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I can't ignore it. I want to. I don't want to get caught up and tripped up on little things. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I just, I can't help it. Right. I uh, I was thoroughly upset with the, you, you brought up the Magneto and how his wife and child got killed. I was thoroughly upset with his lash out afterwards. Like, first class had some amazing lash outs. I mean, yeah, take for granted he might have been a little bit more angrier, but I feel like seeing your wife and daughter get kebobbed pretty much. Um, would cause you to kind of lose your shit a little bit more than just throwing a necklace through a bunch of guys' necks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he slowly drove a coin through uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon's Bacon. head. That was brutal too. Yeah, and it's just it. The execution is was just god awful. Um, I mean, two and a half hours I sat there waiting for something to happen, and. I don't even know what to say. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be anything when I walked in there, mm-hmm. and it still disappointed me. You? Like, I was you like, were ready Damn. to be let down, but yeah. it somehow surpassed expectations <laughs> exactly. and let you down even more. Um, I mean, I, 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 the bad thing about it is like I liked a lot of the new cast. Like, mm-hmm. I, I liked uh, Cyclops. I liked. I was hoping we were going to get more of a, like a, a story with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, the little bit we got of like Gene and, and the tail and end of, you know, a little bit of Nightcrawler. Yeah. But same thing with Nightcrawler and same thing goes with like Psylocke and Archangel and whatnot, where you could just throw anybody in those roles. Right. You could throw any character uh-huh. there and it, it wouldn't really change the story too much. And those characters also uh, looking at those characters and what, what, is happening with those characters, how they're displayed, uh, all was a rehashing of previous X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Nightcrawler looked pretty much the same as Alan Cummings' Nightcrawler. It had the scars. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't, you know, tattoos or whatever they were in the comic books. Uh, God forbid he never writes Jean Grey without the Dark Phoenix power. <laughs> Because I guess I don't know. Jean Grey is just a super boring character without the Phoenix power. I don't. I don't. I don't get why. What his obsession with it is. What's, um, what's funny is 
people were talking about, you know, the next X-Men movie might focus on Dark Phoenix and be set in the 90s and all that. And Brian Singer might not even be back to do it because he's going to be busy with, I think, like he's doing like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh-huh. So I- he might have set up another story that is going to go <laughs> to another director. It's going to happen. Um, I honestly will sit here and say if Brian Singer helms another X-Men movie, I will not be seeing it in theaters. Which is funny to think because like he did X two and like yeah and then the first X Men and but I would like to see Matthew Vaughn come back exactly and do something like good yeah something different but something to utilize the characters of the X Men for me though too like I I don't know how many more small little things I can overlook uh-huh. that. I'm going to be able to enjoy it. Like it just takes me out of the movie when I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, thinking of this or that, like, like Archangel. Okay. I understand it's a new timeline, Uh but now he looks completely fucking different and he was born at a different time. And like, you know, you you can't say that the timeline reset fixed everything and just use it as a way to do whatever you want with whatever character. mm -hmm. I mean, uh, this is, Literally, if if you can sit there with a non-biased opinion of you know Marvel D- versus DC and all that stuff, uh, it's once again Fox doing everything in their power to ride on the comic book fans just to come out and see everything they wanted to see. It's 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 almost an X three over again. Um, and the thing, the funny thing is, so when the first X Men movies came out. When Singer did them, like, there was this whole, like, oh, we can't pull too much from the source material. We yeah. They, like, keep it, yeah. you know. And now, like, thanks to the Marvel movies, they pull so <laughs> much from the source material. And they're, like, there's costumes and stuff that look like they jumped right off the fucking page. Uh-huh. We're, no, we're, we're past that. But you watch this movie, and they're still kind of hung up on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got the tease at the end with the costumes. Yeah, just that, but, like, like five-minute tease. Apocalypse, power-wise, was nothing like he was no, in the comic yeah. books. I mean, like, he wasn't, like, I, I, well, I feel like he wasn't super-duper far off. I mean, he was long-winded, just like he was long-winded in the comic books. Yeah. Um, but, like, but the whole, like, like, weird thing of, like, just turning people to dust and, like... Yeah. And there's part... And that's another thing. He can do that, but yet he doesn't do it to any of the X-Men that are fighting him. Like, he nah. even... There's a part in the movie where he kills a guy by making him, like, form into, a, into the wall. Yeah. And he does that with Cyclops, but he, for no, it's not like somebody stopped him. Uh huh. Just for no fucking reason, he stops. And yeah. it's like, um, not that I wanted to see Cyclops die, but just like writing wise, it's sloppy. I'm going to steal a line from Jeff. It's sloppy writing. Yeah. It's, is what it is. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It was. I'm angry since, you know, I seen it on a Monday night. It came out Thursday. <clears throat> I'm angry that the internet is not blowing up with hatred towards Brian Singer like they did Zack Snyder. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going to go on record saying Zack Snyder did not do that bad of a job compared to Brian Singer and what he did with this. Surprisingly, like fan wise, like people are loving it. I don't get it. I just I don't. I didn't think it was that great. Like no, like I said, like I mean, with Batman and be Superman. At least when I watched it. At least I felt something after, whether it be anger, you know, excitement, being let down, whatever. At least I felt something uh-huh. to go into a movie like this and leave and just be like, meh. Right. Like, I think that's, <laughs> like, a terrible thing. And, yeah. And, I mean, I might, I'm not echoing, I'm sure, everybody's thoughts on it, but 
me personally, like that's how I felt. I was just like, okay, what's, I, uh, what, do, what do you want to do now? What's next? A good friend of mine that uh, I I hold their opinions pretty high uh, posted on Facebook that they uh, thought it was awesome, and I was I I I, <laughs> I commented on a thing. I said I just put we need to talk, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then I was then I was told that uh, my opinion or my expectations or my opinion or something of like that was uh held too high that for you know I, i've heard people say that it was a good good movie for fox no no a good movie for fox was deadpool that was released by the it, same studio and it hasn't made as much as days of future past it at this point right it was released in its weekend uh-huh so it actually has a, a i mean it's still going to be a huge hit for fox but there is a drop off from the people that went and saw Days of Future Past, right? I mean, I think I think a lot of people are getting severely burnt out of X Men, especially with just the half assed movies and everything of that nature. Especially like and, the the bar is set very high nowadays, and I'm sorry to hold all those movies to that, but that's where we're at. That's the world we live in now. We have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is just like. A juggernaut just bringing on... No pun intended. <laughs> bringing on just massive amounts of, like, comic-accurate, action-packed, great summer movies. And then we have shit like X-Men, where it's just coming out, and it's just falling flat. It's it's nothing compared to It even, doesn't resonate with yeah. you. It, like, like, I didn't... Here's the, here's the thing. You know, I talked about how after the movie I didn't feel anything. Even during the movie... I didn't feel Nothing. anything. Nothing. I didn't feel like suspense. I didn't feel like excitement. I laughed at some parts. Uh-huh. You know, it's not hard to get people to laugh, but like as far as overall like feeling emotion, like joy or right. you know, whatever. There was no even like oh shit moments. I think the only oh shit moment was the slaughtering of uh Magneto's wife and the daughter. And then like the only time where I was actually concerned for a character was I was like, oh, God. I was like, don't kill Psylocke. <laughs> when they're going, like, head first yeah. in the plane. I was like, I was just sitting like, they're going to fucking do it. They're going to do it. They're gonna... Actually, I, I thought I was thinking, don't kill Psylocke. Don't kill Archangel. Yeah. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm pretty sure Archangel's dead. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with a hard yeah on that. <laughs> I mean, he, he fucking bit the curb in a whole new way. But yeah, that that entire time I was like, "Don't, don't kill them. We haven't done anything." But I didn't do shit. I was good. Hey, can we please talk about like? I'm sorry. Like I, I'm not. I like Jennifer Lawrence. I liked her Mystique. Uh-huh. You know, I liked her in First Class, Days of Future yeah, Past. Yeah. But can we please just not focus on her? And like now she is essentially <laughs> the leader of the X Men, and that I have a problem with what they did with her all around feel of the character with this movie. That was one thing I actually did like. She was kind of more uh, off away, reserved, and kind of the mystique that we would know from the comics. But she went in that opposite direction again where, like, why are we making her a good guy? Like, I, I get Well, it's a it. new timeline, see? I don't care. <laughs> it's just... And not saying that it's wrong but it's just like the character of mystique the persona of mystique everything about mystique screams bad guy she can transform into anybody she it once again goes back to them just ignoring the comics and just doing their own thing which but you know with what we've gotten 
I feel like we deserve more. Just because we're like, that's not like my comic book. Yeah. It kind of sounds like we're like, you know, bitching, but it just, it just doesn't fit with the character. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just like Batman. There's certain things with Batman you have to do to um, kind of be true to the comic lore. Not necessarily, oh, Batman has to be like this, but, you know, Batman... <laughs> this is going to sound weird because of the past things that's happened in DC the past few years, but Batman doesn't have superpowers. Batman is rich. Batman is a normal guy. Batman is, you know, that. It's just certain aspects of a character that should not be tampered with because then wh- what are you really memorizing? Like, th- th- there's nothing there of the character. You're just using an empty shell and I mean, doing what you want with it. What it comes down to is they're basically, it's like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence is the fresh face. She's the yeah. it girl. So we can't just have her, like, in the background as a villain. We got to put her front and center and make her a leader, do this, 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 this. Uh, okay, we'll do it on the other side of things. Yeah, like, sh- I think she would make a fabulous villain. You I mean, know, silver lining playbook. Um, you got uh, uh, American Hustle. Both of those she played pretty unlikable pre- characters. Yeah, pretty well, unlikable I mean, I don't characters. know so much in Silver Linings Playbook, but definitely in like, American it was, Hustle. Yeah, it was definitely a borderline in Silver Lining Playbook where it was kind of like, you know, she's all... Whew. But it, both of those have demonstrated that, you know, she doesn't have to play the good guy on things. Like, she, I, I'm, I can, I'm willing to put money down that she could probably pull off an effect. A fabulous villain, but Fox doesn't want that. Nope. They want their their fresh, hot face to be the good guy to have everybody rooting for him because that's because how now you that we don't seats. have you know now that we don't have Hugh Jackman, right? Who are we going to build this franchise around? Right. So let's try to wait. And I, and I don't think that that's the. I mean, forget the actress. Forget Jennifer Lawrence. She can hold a franchise. She can do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's the character. Yeah, you can build a franchise on it, and, and that was the other thing with this movie is, I didn't feel like it, it really focused on anybody really. Mm, like no. it just felt kind of jumped around. Like, and, yeah, like I said, it's like uh, two hours of setup and a half an hour ending battle. Like it's garbage, man. It was it. It had no structure. It had no depth to it whatsoever. It was. I, here's what I feel was the concept, uh, the birthing of this concept of this movie was Fox came in, sat down with Marvel, and they go, okay, so Apocalypse, right? He's a big bad guy for X-Men, right? Yeah. All right. He's going to be our bad guy. He's going to be the cash cow. This is what we're going to draw people in with this summer. Okay. How are you going to do that? Uh, well, the four horsemen will be Magneto. Um, wh- who's this character? That's Psylocke. Okay, Psylocke, Archangel, because he looks pretty cool in the in the with the metal wings and stuff. Like we could probably sell some shit with that. Um, and Storm. And if I was Kevin Feige, when they said Storm, I'd be like, "What?" Well, and here's the thing: you, you're under the impression that there's any kind of communication between Fox and Marvel. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. This is all fictitious, obviously. Yeah, like. And the other thing that bugged me about this is we get the tease. You know, Quicksilver knows now that Magneto uh-huh. is his father. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, that's obviously going to build up to this big heartfelt moment where Magneto's going right. to question what he's doing. And nope. Nothing. Magneto was just kind of like, oh, wait, you know what? I, I probably shouldn't be doing this. 
Yeah. And then we're never we're never given that satisfaction of him finding out or, you know, granted, you know, they could be saving it for a sequel or whatever. It was like, well, you have a perfect motivation and story-wise for a character to to flip. I mean, granted, maybe his heart wasn't in it the entire time, but uh, then again, that whole thing was against the character anyways. Right. You know, and not to mention at the end, you know, okay, so Magneto's responsible for a pretty good chunk of destruction in the world, and we're just going to let him leave, like, mm. just because he helped? Like, all right, bye, Charles. See you later. <laughs> all right. See you next time you decide you're going to Same time next week. All right. Cool. <laughs> see you next time you decide you're going to flop on the other side and uh, lose your shit again. Yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. Um. I'm hoping if we're gonna if they're gonna do the '90s stuff now, I'm hoping jeggings or uh, Jenkos are involved <laughs> in it. Well, it's probably gonna be early '90s. No Jubilee either. Yeah, they they you fucking see Jubilee they, through everything, but no action. Nope, we don't even get to see what her powers are. Yeah, which they're just gonna have any. they're just gonna fucking change it anyways. Yeah, they just kind of they take such liberty with these characters when and. To the extent where I'm like, what's the need in that? Like, why do you need, like, why did you need to change this character so much? Or why did you need to tweak them to such a way where it's like, is it is it just this thing to just say, okay, well, now that's my version. Mm-hmm. That's mine. You, you got your comic shit over there, but this is my yeah. interpretation. Right. And, like, granted, like, you know, Marvel doesn't keep everything 100% accurate. No, but, But like, they keep things pretty close, like, yeah. for the most part. Like... There are things they take liberties with, and you know, but a lot of the main structure and things that make the character the character are still there. It still maintains mm-hmm. their integrity and all that. And not to mention with Marvel, you don't have this fucking convoluted ass timeline that takes you out of the movie when you start to think about it. <laughs> uh huh. Timeline reset. <laughs> Set aside. <laughs> Um, so, uh, a final rating for this movie, what would you, what would you rate it on that CGC scale? CGC scale. I can't remember what I gave Batman and versus Superman. I was going to go back and see, um, but I know that it wasn't this low. Um, hopefully not. I am giving it. A three. I, I'm gonna go one above you. I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. You're being generous. I I don't think I am. <laughs> I, I I literally that's the I think of numbers and I think it's the one that that jumped out. Yeah. Bottom line is it's below a five. It is below a five. Um, which is so bad. Especially when it was a character like Apocalypse that I was really excited to see. Yeah. And now oh oh not to mention the after credit scene was setting up for uh, Sinister. That end credit scene was garbage. <laughs> was so fucking obscure. <laughs> yeah, I know it was. I was like, because the the name on the briefcase kind of rang a bell, but I was like, mm, this is definitely one that like we're going deep into the heart of the comic with. Um, Honestly, at first I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I, I was trying to recall it. I had to look it you up. You know, when I got uh, out. demand my nerd card right away. But I was just like, "What?" <laughs> and if I'm sitting there and I'm somewhat into this shit, and I'm going, "Oh, okay, right, 
Right. Then what is like average, you know, Joe Schmo over there is just going, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Like you could say Thanos was obscure or, or the Infinity Gauntlet was obscure, but this was just fucking like. Yeah. Like that, this is only for people one. that are into like really into X-Men. Yeah. And like, you know, granted there's the, you know, also the, the potential of like X23. Uh-huh. You know, that's what introduced. I thought they were going when he, when they pulled the blood out. I was like, oh, X twenty three. I think that is kind of what they're going for too. But like, just like the Essex Corp thing is just like, yeah, so fucking obscure. Uh-huh. And like, it's like they were trying. They were like, hey, hey, look, 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 <laughs> and people were just like, um, good work. <laughs> Here's a participation <laughs> ribbon. Good um, job, Brian Singer. I can't wait to get Jeff's thoughts on this when he finds it. I know, man. I'm so upset that he didn't see it. <laughs> like, I'm le- legitimately like, I'm 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 just as upset at that as I was leaving X Men. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll uh, do it for this special X Men extra. Yeah, I'm done with it. Kapowcast extra. Cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out our new episode on Podbros.com this Sunday as we talk all things Ninja Turtles. This episode could have very easily been two hours long. <laughs> we had to we had to, to cut it down, and we had to kind of keep things quick. We had, it was a brief, brief running history of the Ninja Turtles and their popularity and mm-hmm. how they're just always fucking awesome, with the exception of a few things. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at Kapowcast, Instagram Kapowcast, Facebook Kapowcast 2015, and feel free to email us at Kapowcast Gmail. Or podcast podcast at gmail. gmail. Yep. There we go. Oh, gotta keep all this. Sh- I gotta oh. keep it written down. I think is what I'm gonna have to do. Probably a good idea. So does your background on your computer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on Sunday.